Good evening. Good evening. If you would, open your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Della, that's right after Colossians. First Thessalonians chapter 5. We'll be looking at verse 22 tonight. Are we a good witness to others? Are we a good witness to others? If you think about how you are living your daily walk, your daily life, are you a good witness for Jesus Christ? Are you a good witness to others? Can people see Jesus in you as you live your life? Because when you think about it, our daily life, our life, is a witness. Many Christians think that witnessing just involves sharing the gospel with someone else. They think it just involves verbal communication with someone else. Yet, we witness verbally and non-verbally. We witness by sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we also witness by the way we live our life. People watch what we do. And they should see Jesus at work in our life. Our life is a witness, and therefore we must, as Christians, live a holy life. It goes back to what... We see in the book of Leviticus, God tells the children of Israel, you shall be holy for I, the Lord your God, am holy. They needed to live holy lives. And if we say that we have been changed by Jesus Christ, that we have the new birth, we are to live a holy life. If you look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22, It's written, abstain from all appearance of evil. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us tonight, Lord, as we worship together. Just give us an insight and understanding into your word. And help us, Lord, just to take what we learn tonight and apply it into our daily walk. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us, just overshadow us with your love and watch care. Be with those that cannot make it tonight, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones, those that may be traveling, Lord, we just lift them up to you and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would give me the words to say and hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. What is it when your nose itches? What does that mean? Somebody's coming. Somebody's coming to visit. Yeah. Hope they're not allergic to cats. <laughs> <laughs> My 
nose is itching right now. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting with verse 12 in particular, what we see is Paul is writing about various things that Christians should be doing in their life, various uh, duties, if you will, that Christians should be doing in their life. And if you look at, starting in verse 12, you know, you're going to see different commands in these verses. And they all deal, in particular, they all deal with holy living, how we are to live a holy life, how we are to act as Christians. And if you look at verse 21, one of the, you know, the, the pretty much the last thing that Paul says in regards to these various things that Christians should be doing is abstain, I'm sorry, verse 21, try all things and keep that which is good. Try all things and keep that which is good. And then the last thing he says is abstain from all appearance of evil. Try all things that are good. Keep that which is good. Try all things and keep that which is good. Now, what is he talking about here? If you were to look back in verse 20, this try all things basically... To, to prove all things is in reference to what he says in verse 20, despise not prophesying. You know, don't despise what comes out of the word of God. Don't despise the prophecy of the scripture, basically the, the revelation of the scripture. Don't despise all of it that you hear, but prove it. Make sure that it's true teaching, that it's not false teaching. But then he says, keep that which is good in terms of the teachings you hear from the scripture, if it is true teaching, keep it. Use it in your daily life. But also, keep that which is good can also be tied to the clause, abstain from all appearance of evil. Keep that which is good, abstain from evil. It all, all of these things are, are tied together that he's talking about here. You know, don't despise what you hear, but don't take it all at face value. Prove it by other scripture. Make sure that it's true teaching. Try to see that it's genuine. Keep that which is good in terms of the prophecy that you hear, the, the revelation that you hear coming out of the Bible, and then abstain. Use it in your life to abstain from evil. Abstain from evil. Abstain from all appearance of evil. We're to hold on to or keep that which is good in all areas of our life, and we are to abstain from evil or evil works. And this is for the small things as well as the big things. And, you know, I'm listing small and big because that's what we tend to do, isn't it? 
we tend to say, oh, that's a little white lie. Or, oh, that's a little juicy gossip. Steve, you already heard what I heard about Della. (laughs) It's a little juicy gossip. But that's what we do. We try to, to make things small or big. You know, the small things are teeny tiny little things that shouldn't bother anybody, and then the big things are the big obvious things that everybody's going to see. Yet, God doesn't work that way, does he? When he tells us in his word to abstain from all appearance of evil, or if we go back to Leviticus where he says, you shall be holy for I, the Lord your God, am holy, he's talking about every aspect of your life. Because God doesn't look at that little white lie or that little juicy gossip or that big old sin you did over here. To God, sin is a sin. A lie is a lie. Gossip is gossip. Fornication is fornication. Adultery is adultery. Murder is murder. There's no little white lie or a little juicy gossip or this humongously big robbery over here. It's stealing. It's a lie. It's gossip. It's a sin. In the eyes of God. Because sin, regardless of what the sin is, it's against God's holy nature. It's a violation of his law. So when he tells us to abstain from all appearance of evil, he's talking about Everything that's evil, everything that's sinful, whether it be false teaching, despise not prophesying, trial things and keep that which is good, whether it's false teaching or whether it's just sin in general, we're to abstain from it. We're to keep from it because it's a violation of his holy nature. It's a violation of his word. It's a violation of his law. And it is evil. Regardless of what it is, whether it's subscribing again to to false teachings or just a Christian going out there and lying, it's evil. And think about that. Do we ever think about a lie as being evil? If we did, we wouldn't be lying, would we? Do we ever think about gossip as being evil? If we did, we wouldn't be gossiping. Or, you're in somebody's office and you see that piece of candy on their desk and they're not in there. You take it. That's stealing. That's evil. Small or big, it's a violation of God's law. We are to live holy lives. 
Again, look at what Paul is writing here in these verses. If you go back to verse 12, from 12 to 22, 10 verses, 12 to 22, there are 17 different commands. 17 different commands in those verses on how we are to live a holy life. 17 commands for Christians. 17 commands for the church. And then if you just look at the last four verses, 19, 20, 21, and 22, there's five commands in those verses. Look at those five commands in 19 through 22. Quench not the Spirit. Don't put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. Despise not prophesying. Don't despise the revelation of the Word, the revelation of Scripture. Try all things. Prove all things. What you hear. Keep that which is good. Prove it and keep that which is good, that which is true, true teaching, and abstain from all appearance of evil. Five commands for the church. Seventeen commands overall in those ten verses. But if you look at those last five commands, I'm going to say that those are the key commands for the holy living. Those last five. And if you look, look at what bookends them. Quench not the spirit, abstain from all appearance of evil. Those are the bookends. Quench not the spirit and abstain from all appearance of evil. Because if you think about it, if you're not quenching the Holy Spirit, you're not going to despise the revelation of the prophecy, revelation of the, the Bible. You're going to prove all things. You're going to keep that which is good and you're going to abstain from all appearance of evil. But if you put out the Spirit, if you quench the Spirit, you're going to despise the Scripture because it's pointing out what you're doing wrong. You're not going to prove it. You're not going to keep that which is good. And you're going to be doing evil. And when you do evil, what happens? You quench the spirit. And if you quench the spirit, you're doing evil. It's cyclical. It all ties together with what we do in our life. We're not to quench the spirit and we're not to do evil works. Quenching the spirit, quenching not the spirit, and abstaining from evil from all appearance of evil, go hand in hand. And it's how we are to live our life as a Christian. Because if we're abstaining from all appearance of evil, we're letting the Holy Spirit work in our life. We're not hindering. And if you look at what this really means, it's, it's saying do not hinder the work of the Spirit. And if we're abstaining from evil, we're not hindering the work of the Spirit in our life. We're not hindering His ministry. 
We're to abstain from evil and all appearance of evil. We're not to quench the Holy Spirit. We're to let the Holy Spirit minister in our life because our life is a witness and people should see Jesus at work in us. He's, they should see the Holy Spirit working through us <coughs> as we do our daily walk. Our speech is a witness. Our speech is a witness and the world watches. They listen to what we say. Our life is a witness. The world watches. They watch what we do. What do they see? They should see a life changed by Jesus Christ. Whenever we talk, they should hear holy speech coming out of our life, not unholy. When they watch our actions, they should see Christ at work. They should not see unholy actions. So what do they see when they watch us? What does the world see? Do they see a life changed by Christ? Or do they see one who acts no different than someone who is lost? One who is quenching the spirit and living an evil, sinful life. What does the world see when they look at us? Let's stand for prayer. <coughs> Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. Lord, if there's anyone here again, I just pray that you would just speak to their heart. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us for your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's <coughs> precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Number 305.